Hi, this is Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor for Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I caught up with John Maynard, Vice President, Global Security Specialist at Cisco Systems, to discuss how orchestration and automation have become the new lingo with the CISOs today in responding to the constantly evolving security breaches. Welcome, John to the ISMG discussion. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. John, what I'm seeing is, you would agree with me that it is obvious that organizations are struggling with detection and also responding to the constantly evolving attacks. This is on one side. The other side is they have been really vendor sprawl and that is making their task much complex. So what do you think as a thought leader? So we, we think about security and how we how we can solve security as, a, as an industry in kind of three main ways. So we think about security as a problem both before, during, and after an attack. And the way we start thinking about it is we align our, our thinking to the traditional kill chain methodology, but we essentially say that the sins of the past and how we've built security controls in the past have led to a you know, the vendor sprawl that you, you referenced, you know, fragmented architectures, you know, you think about the before an attack, you know, that has led to gaps in visibility, you can't see across your environment, it's very hard to to, to really assess your risk posture, because you've got so, so many fragmented controls that don't necessarily talk to each other. And so it's led to a lot of lot of customers that we, and clients that we speak to, to being relatively blind from a, from a visibility perspective, to be able to see across all of these controls. And then we think about about during, right? So once you do actually detect something, you know, how do you know that what you detected is malicious? How do you know how that uh, actor has got in? You know, how they've moved laterally, how they propagated the, the malware, etc. So really understanding the weaknesses in your environment that have led to that attack. And then we think about after, right? So actually then how do you remediate? How do you start, you know, once you know you have a malicious actor and potentially you know how they got in and, and how they move laterally within your environment or escalated privileges, how do you then take action? How do you move from a position where you can quarantine devices, you can kill processes, you can restrict access, you can change policy? Very, very hard to do that type of thing at scale, especially when you're talking about large enterprise customers. Very hard to do those types of actions at scale across multiple control points, multiple threat vectors. And so we see a much more integrative discussion where both driving visibility, driving quickness and speed in threat detection, and then driving the ability to respond quicker as the next phase in security and that's the real trend around how you can drive more integrative security uh, as a result of driving consolidation of some of these some of these controls so what kind of innovations you're seeing within the customer environment and what is changing in security now given these uh, complexities. So I think, you know, we're at a very, very exciting time in security because I think what we're seeing with our our CISO customers and even, you know, the CIO and and the business units that we now engage with from a security perspective, we're seeing a desire to to integrate. And we're seeing, you know, we're seeing a desire for the conversation to really be around how we drive uh, integration, orchestration, automation, and speed of uh, detection and response. What we're saying, what what we're hearing from our customers we we need to do that but we do not want to dilute our threat efficacy so our ability to detect so i want to drive integration i want to drive consolidation but absolutely do not want to do that at the expense of diluting threat efficacy so i think that's where the industry has changed somewhat in the last uh, two or three years you know it's it's traditionally been siloed based best of breed single technologies for single niche technology problems it's now a much more integrative conversation but you know security's 
different, uh, I guess, than we have a sophisticated, organized adversary that's constantly adapting, constantly changing, constantly using new toys, uh, new tools. And so you know, the, the, the conversation will always be in security about risk management, risk mitigation, uh, threat efficacy, and our ability to detect and stop, stop and respond to threats. And so, you know, integration, optimization, but absolutely with high expectations on threat efficacy and, and the ability to detect and take action. You rightly mentioned it is all about integration that customers are looking at. But what is the big challenge with this orchestration and how has it changed and what is new there now? Yeah. So the, the big challenge when we, when we think about uh, integration and orchestration is um, the typical technology vendor industry response to this challenge is... APIs. You know, we're going to piece together APIs and you as a customer can use our APIs to, to piece together technologies and they talk together. That's fine, right? Uh, our view is that APIs are, are good, but it does force the integration challenge to maintain those APIs and to maintain the integration back on the customer, right? So, you know, our view is that the industry needs to move to a platform-centric approach. Uh, it needs to move to an approach around native integration, where you know these products and these solutions are fundamentally built to work together versus APIs where the, the content and the context of the API calls and what you may get from them differs, APIs may break, they may not be maintained by vendors. And you know that, that maintenance of API-centric integration it is a real headache and a challenge for our customers. And so when we think about integration and native integration, you know, we think about integration from a, a policy perspective. So being able to define policy once and apply that policy consistently across all of your security controls and know from an assurance perspective that that policy is consistent across your environment. That's one of the, the industry's biggest headaches. Integration from a threat intelligence perspective so that you can share telemetry and threat intelligence across all of your security control points. Integration from an event and in investigation standpoint so that you have a holistic picture and a very simple picture to be able to investigate what does my environment know about this this piece of malware you know how did it propagate and so you have a very clear view from a a timeline and trajectory perspective of what happened, where, where did we see it, except, you know, who was infected, where was it infected, and you can map back very easily you know, that type of timeline. And then we see integration, native integration being really important from a context perspective. You know, so I know, for example, that you know, this user should not be accessing this resource in this time zone on this device you know, with this type of security posture. You know, typically, the industry have been from a threat perspective, I can see an IP address, but an IP address that goes back to the user, that you have a risk profile and an understanding of whether that user is trusted, you understand what device that, that user is using, whether that's a trusted device, whether it's hygienic from a, a systems and security perspective, and then you have a, then you know the policies, for example, that that user has access to. So you have a very, you have a significant amount of context that you can apply to a potential alert and say, you know, that actually this is material because it's a high-risk user, high-risk asset, insecure device, there's a lot of context that you can apply through that native integration. Interesting. So do, can you think of any particular hypothetical case or maybe a live case? How it is structured in an organization? How, do, how are they trying to blend all these integration factors together to arrive at a good detection policy or detection 
mechanism. Do we see we see different models and different levels of maturity of customers and different customers that are on different you know, different pathways. But I think you know what we're seeing is a, an elevation of the CISO within the organization. We see CISOs you know reporting to CIOs. We see CISOs as a peer to the CIO. We see CISOs that are effectively board members. We see you know in terms of the security organization, you know very much a segregation between the, the the risk and the governance and the compliance function. Right, some standards definitions and how we want to roll them out and how we start to look at insurance and governance around that. We see security operations teams and, you know, the security operations teams being, you know, almost split into the functions of before, during and after, you know, and, and security analytics teams versus monitoring teams. And then, you know, very much the interlinks and the organizational interlinks, you know, for a complex organization that have multiple business units, business unit representations for the CISO to have a security organization or representation into the business units that can represent the business unit from a security perspective. You know, we're seeing industrial control systems and operational technology environments in energy, utility, manufacturing, and oil and gas is a good example where the CISO has been elevated, you know, very much a, a core board member type individual, but, you know, seeing security teams fundamentally integrating between the IT teams and the operational technology teams, you know, industrial control systems teams. So that physical operational technology security being aligned more integral into the IT security team. So what I see also is hackers are finding it too easy to circumvent traditional cyber defenses, right? And that is also in a way forcing businesses and uh, you know, partners to rethink their security strategies. So what are what do you think are the technological innovations happening on the security domain to address these complexities or challenges? So, you know, security is is an ever-evolving dynamic space to live in. I think all your all your listeners and all your readers will be aware of it. Um, you know, you constantly need to, to, to stay on top of the, the latest threat, the latest latest TTPs, tools techniques and procedures that our adversaries are using, you know, you need to know your attacker, right? And so adversarial profiling and everything like that. But the reality is it's it's an arms race, right? And so you have corporate defenses, you have the adversary that's constantly innovating, constantly collaborating as an industry. You know, you have a, an adversary that is specializing in certain aspects of the kill chain, whether it's reconnaissance or lateral moving or exportation, right? So you have a very specialized, innovative adversary. Um, and so what we're, what we're seeing and, and what we're seeing is our security controls and the way we look at security, we're leveraging things like security analytics, big data analytics, we're leveraging machine learning and artificial intelligence in, in, in our solutions, you know, but equally so is the adversary, right? So I think what we, what we see is it's, we move up as a, as a defense industry, you know, the adversary moves up constantly trying to level the, the playing field. And I think that's the, that's the dynamic of the security industry that frankly is not going to go away, uh, you know, because cybercrime is lucrative, because it's large, you know, we, we estimate that the, the industry is $6 trillion, right? So effectively, that's the biggest transfer of wealth in history. Right, in favor of cyber cyber crime. So you know, with that that type of incentive and that type of monetary reward, this it's not going to go away. Right. So it's a case of us getting better as an industry, us getting better as the defenders, us leveraging innovative tools that we can use. But but importantly, it's not just tools. It's improving user awareness. It's uh, investing in people. It's uh, hardening and improving our processes. Technology is only part of the problem and part of the solution. But yeah, it's constantly requiring us to innovate as an industry to defend. You mentioned about people process, not just the technology. So what do you think uh, the practitioners today need to change in terms of their 
architecture. So I think uh, you know our, our perspective is um, to move from very specific siloed based thinking about security to a much more holistic security transformation roadmap. And so you know a lot of our, our customers are you know working on digitization strategies. They're working on you know how we can transform the organization as a whole to become more digital. So in conjunction with that, how does the security organization need to evolve? How do we frankly become an enabler to the business and support the business and the business requirements to grow and to become more innovative and to launch new products, except you know, etc. How do we enable the business to do that whilst mitigating our risk and controlling our risk as a security organization? And that that requires working very cross-functionally as a as an organization. You know, security needs to be everywhere and work across all functions in the organization to be able to do that. You know, we've traditionally been uh, seen as the people who say no to the business, and and that's not sustainable. Uh, that's why people work around the security teams. And so, you know, being a, an enabler to the business, being being seen as an enabler to digitization and the digital transformation that we're we're underway now, and that requires close alignment with the other functions in the business, but it also requires a very holistic way of thinking about security strategy, security transformation, and running you know, an end-to-end security strategy over multiple years that, that will intersect the digitization strategy and that will drive an end-to-end improvement in risk posture as the business changes towards digital, the digital strategy. So what's a big change you see this year, especially given that things are going to get worse? So what is the trend from technology point of view, from processes, from the entire approach to overall security? What's the change? So we, you know, I think the, the, the one thing that I would point out is that the, the attack surface of our customers is increasing exponentially. So you know, some of that is movement to the cloud, the cloud edge. And some of that is the advent of mobility, which is frankly now commonplace. It's an expectation of, of employees coming in that they, they are fully mobile and bring your own devices is an expectation now rather than you know, what it used to be. But there's that, but there's also the, the fact that we're now connecting millions and millions of IoT devices to our to our networks. So right now, you know, there's more insecure devices being connected to the network than there are secure devices. And that's only going to get worse when you look at the the growth trajectory and the growth projections for IoT and what that means. So I think there's you know there's a real need to not repeat the sins of the past. You know where we haven't built security in with whether it's in medical, whether it's in manufacturing, whether it's in uh, organizations that are connecting to the home, right, with, uh, you know, home appliances, etc. that, you know, these are devices that could be used for attack. They're expanding the attack service and you know, getting visibility of what's connecting, what's normal behavior for some of these devices that are connecting. So baselining IoT behavior, understanding what's on your network, what's connecting to your network, understanding and driving uh, policy of what these devices should and should not be doing. Thank you very much, John, for your insights on how to integrate all the technologies and functions to evolve a better mechanism of detection. It's a pleasure. Thank you for, thank you for hosting me. Pleasure to be here.